You're about to listen to the amazing Trek Off podcast, but did you know there's also an amazing Trek Off movie in production right now? Watch the trailer at trekoffmovie.com. That's trekoffmovie.com. Also, if you want to hear over 100 hours of Trek Off, you can find that at trekoffpodcast.com or search Trek Off in your iTunes or your pod feed or whatever you use to listen to podcasts. Search for Trek Off. Finally, you can find lots more podcasts at Geeks Radio, the home of Trek Off podcast. Who Garrett and RJ go to Hollywood Ninjas versus you all at geeksradio.com. Now enjoy Trek Off. Warning the following contains plot spoilers and naughty language. That means explicit content. And the comments and opinions expressed herein are for entertainment and commentary purposes only and may not reflect the actual opinions of Geeks Radio or the individual hosts. So don't get mad. It's just a show. It's time for Trek Off Enterprise Double D. Welcome to Trek Off. My name is Justin. And my name is Alexia. And today we, uh, we are going to have a very special guest uh, today. The uh, director of the independent film El Guitarist is going to be with us today. It's going to be really exciting. We're having a really good time. Yay! But first, hey, tell me about your Trek week. So, um, okay. I've totally been watching as you know uh ds9 so there's some really good shit in there like i've seen some really great episodes but there's something that i've been meaning to ask you and it's actually mr a who brought it up and i was like you know what you know who knows the answer i'm gonna bet justin does so the question i have for you hit me with your best shot oh here it comes you're gonna like the song (laughs) <laughs> so my question is is very simple where the fuck is shikar oh, i would yeah. really love yeah. to know because when the federation is is about to sign like the bajor like spoiler alerts people the bajorans are going to be signed into the federation like they've gotten their their you know they've been approved or whatever and they're all there you know, but not Shakar. I mean, what would we need with the first minister? I mean, fuck that guy. But uh, but the religious leader, Kai, yeah, we'll have the Kai there. You know, because we need to figure out, the rest of the plot. Out how to fuck through a candle. That's what he's trying to, <laughs> trying to figure out. How to stick his penis through a candle. But, you but know he, what he's doing? He's, he's, he's also Actually, his through. penis is it's it's a transformer. Yeah, transforms he, into, a into a candle. Yeah, it's well, here's the thing is that um I a lot of times they say that people, when they become spiritual in, on Bajor, is they explore their pa. He is exploring his pa two, three times a day. Uh, <laughs> he's got... It was just... It was so funny to me because, like, I totally was so engrossed. Like, in the moment, I was so engrossed in, like, what was going on because you've got Cisco with his... You know, he's having these visions. And he's like, I don't want to stop having them. And everybody's like, but you're going to fucking die. And he's like, I don't give a fuck. Like, and, and the whole time... <laughs> Like it doesn't occur to me once until and they're sitting there on the table and there's like random Bajoran, random Bajoran, and then Dar- <laughs> Mr. A looks at me, he just turns to me, he goes, Where's Shakar? Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> and, like, so I just died laughing. Like I had to pause it for a while. Like, like I don't so, know. So, so at guy. this point at this point, Shakar and Kira are no longer together, right? No, they no, are. So they, they are. They like, are together. It's, like it's before so that was like there's that episode. What was the other episode so where it was come like back after that point? Yes, where he was like conspicuously absent. I don't know. So, but does he come? No, he was there. Like, so he was. He he doesn't show back up. Yeah. 
until like the big jealousy episode. Yeah, where he's like being a total douchebag, where he is like unforgivably stupid. Yes, where he's an unforgivable prick, where it's like, dude, like that's his baby in there. Like he's not trying to just catch a a glimpse at her fucking vag. Like that's so not what's going on right now. Oh my gosh. Um. Yeah. So. Um. But like, there was several episodes. You know like, what's where funny? He is should he, have been there. And just remains, like, after that episode, he remains conspicuously absent for the rest of the show. Um. <laughs> Do and, they ever just break? So they just break up without ever breaking. It happens. Up it happens off forever. camera, and 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 Kira kind of lets Odo know that they've broken up, and. The fact that he happens to be that that's the problem with Kira always dating the like the leader of whatever is that right? is that like like when the actor wants off a show like that, you would normally like at least they killed off Burial. He went off the show and then when he stopped showing off, it yep. made sense that he was no longer on the show. Sure, you but, know, because he's dead and whatnot. But when that actor wanted off the show, when he was like, Yeah, I know I'm busy, they're like, Yeah, okay. He went somewhere sometime. He's like little cousin Oliver from the Brady Bunch. He's just he was he's there, just, and he's such a busy, busy guy. He was. He was like he was like Richie's older brother on Happy Days, just never mentioned again. Like even when uh, he should be around, like he's just like you know what? If he had never shown back up, he's like I Ms. think Lynch. I would have been more understanding. It was the fact that like I was like I don't know, like, maybe they broke up by now, and she's just not told anybody. Like you know yeah. what I mean? I was like, but wait, that wouldn't make sense because this is like. Bajoran government shit right here. I know. Like, he absolutely should be there. Like, I'm trying to think of some circumstance in which he was just like, he was just too busy that day, you know, with other stuff. Well, it's, he like had one to of those, hair. it's like one of those uh, things where you just have to accept the fact his hair, which is beautiful hair. Gorgeous hair. Uh, it's really great but, hair. But like, it's one of those things where you just kind of have to accept that it's a TV show. Like that episode of Angel where, 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 Angel and Spike go to like find Buffy and she's not there. And they, they see like a glimpse of her from behind and then she's gone. And right. the fact <laughs> is, is that in the script, <laughs> they couldn't for, get Sarah Michelle Geller <laughs> yeah, in the script for that episode. She's there. She's the one who has the, you guys got to move on speech that Andrew gives at the end. But, uh, but like, she's not like, she wasn't available. She couldn't make it. So that yeah. was that. So you just had to, you had to make do. Oh, I remember. <laughs> that episode actually is that specific episode of angel but like the difference at least in that is like they wrote a reason like you saw her it was like they kept just missing her and like you saw the back of her and i think there was another episode where they a were really like, fun episode by the way following I like that her and like she wasn't supposed question. to Great see them or whatever like th- there's ways around that and like sure. they're just this was such a consp- like such yeah. a specific moment I know where like he so needed to be there. Like, and it just I, didn't that, make that sense be, that he wasn't. Uh, well, look, let's say, all right. So you want me, so Mr. A wants me to postulate a reason why here's yes. my, re- here's my reason why. Um, the first minute that let's say that the way that the Bajoran government is set up is that the person in charge of the domestic government is not necessarily the person in charge of international affairs. So in the same way that uh, in the same way, that let's say Congress can do certain things. The president can do other things. The Supreme court can do other things. The Supreme court is supposed to be equal to president and Congress. That's supposed to be as equal a, a, um, uh, like a part of the government. Um, but the fact is the Supreme court very rarely, if ever says anything about our international affairs, the president is constantly saying things about our international affairs. So one would say that, that he's the first minister, the head of the council of ministers, 
And right. as and as the first minister, maybe the job of the Council of Ministers and the first minister is to maintain the government of Bajor. They have they are responsible for the internal government of Bajor, whereas international decisions is decided by a different body. Or interstellar decisions, so to yeah, speak. Or, or rather, yeah, interstellar is decided is decided by a a different group. Um, so you one person never heard about. Nameless, faceless Bajorans. Well, it's like it's like they were in that room. I saw them. There was random Bajorans in there. I, I saw. Know. Them. Well, it's unlike unlike Gold Dukat, who's just like always the face of whatever. Like it's like it might yeah. as well just be for whatever reason. I'm in charge of the military. What I mean to say is, I'm 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 a captain. Wait, I was I was the guy in charge of a failed space station outside of an invasion of a small worthless planet in our empire that didn't work out but now i'm important and now i'm also i for reasons that nobody understands the guy in charge of of all of and yeah yeah okay just whatever you just gonna go with it man whatever man just like, fucking I, just, go with it. It's, I i really like i said i like here's DS9 the thing requires ds9 requires a larger a larger spoonful of the suspension of disbelief because the fact is and i've said this before on this show you have to accept the idea that everyone on the show is the most is the, the most, most important person in their race i'm just but, it, yeah, but beyond that i'm saying here's the thing i guess the thing that, that that like irritates me about it when like when he brought it up and i'm trying to think of the other episode that was like it was another one that was just like really it was stark it was like yeah where the fuck is he right now like she's just like, Here's a question for you. Has, has like, Shikar, I, have, does Shikar have any scenes in the entire show with Cisco? Ever? Ever? He's I in the so. same room as Cisco. He's in does the same room as Cisco. But like, does he have anything to do with the Federation ever? That's a. I mean, that's a legitimate question. Does he ever really, outside of like maybe trade into Bajor? I haven't seen him, so it doesn't really seem to be in line with his job. I don't think that's so, dude. Like he's they're signing an agreement first of all kai win has no per, like no business being there that yeah, makes but she's the sense. kind who would weasel herself into that situation i mean that's the thing i'm sure if shikar wanted I to guess. be there i just like because shikar shikar doesn't give a shit about that stuff that's the other thing is you have to keep in mind the episode where he joins up um interestingly not interestingly but um um appropriately entitled shikar um the episode where he first shows up he's he like is not even interested in being part of the government. He just wants the fucking soil reclamators. Like he's just there to like he's absence. What? That was that was what I was getting to. Like my my issue isn't necessarily that he isn't there. It's that it's such a simple fix. Like just a line, just something to be like why he's not there. And I guess, I guess, yes, it, in, in a perfect world, they would have said, where's Shakar? And the answer, the answer could easily have been, well, this isn't his part of the government. I mean, and he easily could have been there too. Like, because yeah, I, but I, like guess, I guess what I could have just been like, he's not in the, he's not in the room in a certain time or she could, or Kira could talk about, oh, I just got back from seeing Shakar. We just spent a little time together. Like there's. There were ways to speak around it. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, I, I guess, I guess I my. My point is, is that at no point it, I would have been more annoyed if he had, at any point prior to that, been seen involved in interstellar politi- politics at all, and he wasn't ever. He never has been. So I'm. It's easier for me to accept because he. It is never said that that is in his job description. 
Like, I don't know that that is something that he does. Maybe it is. You're probably right. It's probably a writing thing, but it would have bugged me more if there was like an episode, like six episodes earlier where he was really involved with the Federation and part of, of heated negotiations. And then he wasn't there. But the fact is he's never been there. He's never been, that has never been part of his job as first minister. And I don't know the way their fucking government works. There are plenty of governments here on earth where, you know, the queen of England doesn't do anything for England's government. Okay. Okay. Here's the other episode though, dude. Sure. Explain this. Every, there's an assassin who's killing the entire Shikar resistance cell. Where the fuck is Shikar during that? Dude isn't trying to kill him. He's only trying to kill everybody and Kira. No mention of him. The other two people, you remember from the episode, from that episode, Shikar, they they show up to check on Kira. Like nobody's worried about him. Nobody talks about him. Like nothing. Uh, okay, I got it. Okay, so here's my answer. Here's my answer. Oh, here um, my, uh, my answer is this. Uh, because the person stops at Kira because Kira defeats him, right? No, but there's no speaking of him. There's no That's talk what I'm saying. Hear me out. The person stops at Kira because Kira defeats him, right? Am I right? Yeah, I mean, no, not entirely. Like, Kira doesn't defeat him. Or, but he dies because of Kira. Correct. All yeah. right, so he was working his way up. That's sure. it. That's sure. like like Shakar was Shakar Shakar was the coup de grace. Shakar was no, the you know Kira was. He makes it quite clear that Kira was. Kira was always the end game. Well, he makes it clear to her when he's talking to her and she's got the field on and he's being all creepy in the corner. Shikar, and he's like, it's it doesn't know it's in the darkness, it's in the light, it doesn't understand. Like he's being all creepy and weird in the he's corner. All golem fucking, over there, golem. Yeah, he's all golem, and he's he's great. We're at a, but like it's in the darkness. Kira doesn't know that it's come together. <laughs> like There's so, not aware that this is happening to her. And and he's like, I would cut the baby out because it's innocent and like. Like, are you ready? You're going to cut it out, and that's just going to go okay. Genius. And that's just going to go fine, dude. Never mind sure the that, fact that it's like a totally human baby in my I'm belly. Sure that, I'm sure that that baby's going to be fine without medical treatment. Yeah, I'm sure right it's going to be fine with you just, you know, cutting me open and pulling it Good job, it out genius. Out. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, go, go ahead. I'm sure it's fine. You're not killing it or anything. Go yeah, ahead. No, fine. Idiot. <laughs> I'd love to see that. <laughs> just, she turns around. She's just a bitch. <laughs> so, yeah, whatever. Fuck you, moron. Fucking dumbass. You, you know what? Yeah, seriously. Yeah, go suck your own dick. That's what you should do right now. Go suck your own dick. I would like to submit. Go in the fucking corner, in the dark-ass corner, and suck your cock. Just do it, okay? She, she, she doesn't know what's coming. No, I know what's coming. A big fucking moron. Up. Needle dick moron shithead. Fuck you. That's it. Go to bye. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Good night. Good night. Good night. <laughs> yeah, you want some sleepy time tea there, muffin? Go the fuck to sleep. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, that's that's where that's where Shakar was. That's where Shakar. <laughs> like, here's where Shakar was. This is my version of where Shakar was. Okay, because I think in that you know, episode, should be, we should hire that guy. We should raise the money, do a Kickstarter, to hire that guy, and do DS9 deleted scenes. Where Shakar was. Where Shakar. Where, 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 oh my every, god! Yes. Oh my god! It would be every so major, and and it's just like thirty seconds for each one. Every yes. major Bajoran incident that happens during yeah. DS Nine, <laughs> do the deleted scenes where someone goes. So someone goes, Shikar, you you, you want to go to this conference? And he's like, I got a bit of a cool. Just send that guy. I'm good. Okay, that's it. <laughs> just do it for every single one. He comes in, he's jerking off. You know, I'm busy, dude. Perfect. 
I'm busy. I'm exploring my paw. Yeah, my <laughs> I'm exploring my penis hole. I'm exploring my paw. Just, I like the paw all over the place, okay? Like, I just like, need some like, time. You, you, see, you, you see him in front of like an orb and say, what? It's the orb of porn. <laughs> the orb are, are you kidding? Are That's you kidding? The orb of porn. You know what we do with the orbs? You know what we do? This is the orb you jerk off to, man. It's an entire. There are, there are billions of Bajorans, and you know what everybody does? At least like you know, like once a month minimum. Some people once a day is jerk off. You think there's not an orb for that shit? There's the orb of prophecy. There's the orb of time. Goodness sake! How many people need to fucking travel in time? We right. gave you a <laughs> we gave you a traveling time orb, which is something you're not really supposed to do anyway. And but we, we, gave, you we an, gave it to you because we're fucking cool like that. Yeah, guess what? There are 13 orbs. You know, one is the orb of porn. That's where you. It's where you like porn. You get surrounded by everybody you know, and you get to fuck them, and nobody knows about it. That's what yes. it is. You like, it's like a you're great, there. huge. Wait, it's a big Bajoran orgy of the consciousness. Well, that's, but that's what it is. What right? it is a planet wide you... orgy of consciousness. No, 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 no. What happens, no, no. What happens? That's what happens when you go into the orbs. You're always surrounded and talked to by all your friends, right? Like everybody yeah. you know. So when you go into the orb of porn, it's all your friends. All Everyone your friends. You know, but you. they they all like, are like in a good like, way. Though. I mean, I'm not when I say fucking you. I mean like fucking you good. Yeah, I mean it's like 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 she goes in there. It's Gold Ducat, and she's like, oh no, I. I hate you and he's like listen i'm really sorry i've been <laughs> kind of a dick i brought you roses i wrote this song for you, this song for you. Here's my, and she's like i'm not into it and they look so much like snakes and somebody pulls it down the cocks are actually snakes they're trouser snakes it's actually have a snake in their trousers it's a my name like now is I'm, my name is now gold bukaki that's my Gol- name gold bukaki oh my lord <laughs> I'm not saying that this is good and I don't necessarily am saying that this is what I think happened but maybe if you talk to the writers that's where Shakar was he was jerking off to the orb of porn there's no fucking rules in the orb of porn that's like, right whatever anything goes man like, like, like Cisco goes in and he goes he goes listen prophets now I'm going to show you what, what third base is really about this is what third base also means <laughs> it's linear. It's linear. You see, you see. see this is before orgasm. Yeah, first you get to first base. Get to, this is how we. Just like this baseball. Is play. Baseball. Okay. It's baseball. It's linear. First you get to first base, then you get to second base, then you get to third base. It's linear. You slide into home, man. It's linear. It's linear. That's what I'm saying. That's what it is. The orb of porn. Uh, I'm sure that it happened. I'm sure. Like, and if it didn't happen, like some motherfucker on Bajor is marketing that shit. Like, like it's like, like that person who's not all into the profits. Who's like, who's like, this is the orb of porn. And what it is, is like some sort of like psychic holodeck or something where like, that's what happens. And it's like an orb experience. Or, sure. like, or, or he calls it the orb of porn and he hits you on the head. And when he wakes you up, it's a bunch of people dressed like your friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bunch of people dressed because that's gonna really it's really gonna work out like i feel yeah. like you'll probably buy that you don't, you don't you don't really look like cisco i am it's in your mind and it's real it's real to you, to you. <laughs> <laughs> wow wow is, is indeed i feel like wow okay so um from that we have a guess <laughs> <laughs> how can we do that 
Yeah. How can we just go back to I don't see it. It's just not right. Um, so you and I got the opportunity in the last couple of days to the movie El Guitarist. Indeed. Um, um, it, is, uh, it is a parody of the El Mariachi trilogy. Um, this guy is, uh, is a super nice guy. He, uh, he has seen the Ninjas movies and, and got in touch with me through, through that a while back, like a long time ago. We've been Facebook friends for a while. And his film is, is complete, and he's putting it, putting it up for sale online. And he was like, hey, let's come on Trek Off. I'm a bit of a sci-fi fan, and we do talk a little bit about Star Trek, and I'm not going to – spoiler alert – I'm not happy with the side he ends up on in a particular discussion that we all three have about Star Trek later. I'm just going to say. <laughs> um, but we, uh, he came on right before we recorded this section, uh, and uh, we did an interview with him. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, here is uh, Fabian Wabsgans. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, as promised, uh, we are joined by a guest here, an independent filmmaker. Um, and I'm really excited to be able to have an independent filmmaker come on because, as you all know, uh, this started, uh, this all this trek off and everything sort of sprung out of my desire to be an independent filmmaker and make the Ninjas movies where I'm at Alexia and then we came up with Trek Off and then we did this. Um, it does take a certain kind of person to... Uh, to look at a blank TV screen and go, I should put something there. Um, and, and so uh, I'm excited to have on uh, the director of, uh, and producer and, and kind of uber guy behind, uh, El Guitarist of Mr. Fabian Wamscans. Hello. Hello. Justin, how, how y'all doing? I'm really excited to uh, be on your show. Um, I've, I've checked y'all out. I'm a huge fan of uh, your first two movies. I haven't seen Ninja vs. Monsters yet. I actually tried to find it online. I couldn't find it online. Uh, well, we've we've worked really hard to make sure that it can't go online, but... Uh, <laughs> I'm uh, sure he didn't mean like that, but like... Is it no, I'm just saying. Jeez, dude. <laughs> no, 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 I mean, like... like <laughs> I, I ordered your first two movies, you know, like on, on the internet. I, You know, that's how I bought it. That's how I purchased it. So uh, the... the um, I... I no spoilers, but I would just say uh, keep an eye on things early 2015, and I think that uh, pretty much anyone who owns any kind of device of any kind will be able to. Any kind? To, uh, <laughs> very nearly. No, you know what? There are certain devices that you can use through other. Pla- you know what I mean? I know. Uh, I'm just. I'm just giving you a hard time. Suffice it like three times. <laughs> so, so suffice to say that uh, that ninjas versus monsters will be um, uh, available worldwide uh, in 2015. Dun dun dun! You heard it here first, but I won't say more. Uh, bum, okay. bum, bum. So that's why exclusive track off exclusive da 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 track off exclusive da 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 da. So there you go. Um, you, you, I'm really you, excited because, uh, man, honestly, you know, I loved your first two. I thought the second one was probably the best, like, <clears throat> indie micro-budget movie I thought I've ever seen. It. And that's that's including, you know, uh, Robert Rodriguez, El Mariachi, you know. Now, I know he didn't have the to, the access to technology that you had, but he's still fucking Robert Rodriguez. I'm, I mean, man, you hit it out of the fucking park with that. I mean, I was like, Wow, fuck. dude, thank you. <laughs> um, I I I think that everyone's gonna love. I mean, I mean, Alexi has seen the third. Uh, how, how do you think the third compares to the second? I'll ask you as uh, as someone who who, for reasons I can't explain, was at my house uh, in the last seventy two hours watching the third one. How do you think it compares to the second? Um, I it's I think it's better in every way. Like not 
I mean, from a filmmaking standpoint, like I'm not, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's super entertaining. Like you can definitely see how, like the stuff that you've sort of learned, you know what I mean? You see the genesis of like each film, you guys learned more and it gets better, you know? And I just think that's, that's kind of cool to see, like, cause anybody going back, you know, starting with ninjas versus zombies, like you see a leap every time, I think if you, you know, once you have all of them out and you can watch all of them, I think you'll see that. Yeah, I think I I'm I'm proud to say that I think that the third film is further beyond vampires than vampires was beyond zombies. Wow. It, it is it is that much of a step forward. And it is and it is as far as I'm concerned as of this time as of the time of this recording the last foray into the ninja's verse. So so we had to throw everything in. So everything's in there. Um I think you might to- the kitchen sink, but you did talk about to putting that in putting the kitchen sink right in the movie now it's not right. my movie that we're here to talk about it's um, not no we're here to talk about el guitarist and about you sir um uh, i i'm just gonna start off and ask um like what why and i've asked this of other independent filmmakers what why why make it why make a movie like why not just like come home and yo pop you know pop up in a cold brewski and watch tv like what what makes you decide uh and i have my reasons um uh, in that I would be cold and dead inside if I didn't. Um, what makes you decide that that I want to go do this? Tell me your story, man. Well, when I'm doing the creative process, that's really the only time that I'm really excited or happy about something. You know, um, I did music in the uh, in the in the '90s, uh, and I, I did like hip hop. But then as I, as I got older, I'm like, you know, I'm probably not going to make it. I really can't see like a 40-year-old white man making in hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? So I, I wanted to uh, explore other aspects of my creativity. And I'm like, well, I produced a couple of videos. How much more harder would it be to, to, to shoot a feature? I mean, you just expand the process, you know? Sure. Now, well, did uh, you find, like, so go, going off of that then, were there, would you say that there were challenges that were sort of unexpected in that, you know, you'd kind of done more of a short form thing in the past you know video is you know maybe two three minutes and then you know kind of trying to expand that out to a movie uh alexia yeah because you know people who might be excited about you know shooting a video like it's a it's a day or two you know Mm -hmm. and so keeping everybody motivated and excited it's not that hard to do for like for a day or two whereas uh when we're shooting a guitarist like we had a whole bunch of people like the first week i mean we had a bunch of people on set, you know, look, it looked like we're making a real movie, you know, but, uh, towards the end, you know, shooting like little pickup scenes, it would be like me and, and, uh, my partner in, in shooting the movie, Tracy Frost, you know, it was just us, you know, trying to f- finish up these little shots or whatever towards the end, because <clears throat> there were a lot of things that happened that I didn't envision. Like, uh, at one point, one of my leads got arrested and I had, oh just quit my job and I'm, you know, I'm spending all the money that I have and then I got to go spend 1500 to sell them out, you know, to finish the thing. And then <clears throat> um, the guy that plays the guitarist, who, he took another job. So he's working two jobs and I'm only getting him on Sundays. So we're trying to shoot around him and, you know, he's, he's getting mad because like, he wants to watch a football game, and I'm like, I go, bro, the movie's called El Guitarist, and you're El Guitarist. I mean, <laughs> I have the option, you know? So it, it, the whole process got drugged out, you know, it just went on and on because 
uh, you know, after the first week or two, I didn't have uh, my lead, you know, full time anymore. I only had them one day a week, and it just it, it drug the whole thing out. <clears throat> and then there were things like um, guy that we hired to do the editing. He gets arrested, you know, for a drug related incident, and like we don't know if 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 the uh, DA came in and took our movie because the whole movie's on on his computer, you know. And mm. so for like for two weeks, I'm just like I'm freaking out, I'm like. Where's my goddamn movie? You know what I mean? I'm, <laughs> oh gosh! Is, are they gonna keep it as evidence? And then you know, finally, when I, I got a hold of his girlfriend, they didn't they didn't take the computer, so we ended up getting it back. But it was it was stressful. It was you know I, I'm I'm sure I'm not telling you anything how, how stressful it is, but uh, you know you're putting your whole your life, your money, your balls literally on the line to try to make this happen. You know you had this dream. You, you know hope you're gonna get somewhere with it, and things just keep popping up. And, you know, know, it is a lot harder to keep things going. I was listening to one of Kevin Smith's podcasts the other day, and he was talking about when he was making Clerks for the first time. And he said, said, it's really interesting that the first weekend, like, everyone in town showed up to be in his movie. And the entire rest of the time that Clerks is going on, it's like five guys. And that's why yeah. you see that's why you see like Scott Mosier showing up in like four different roles, and you know Walt Flanagan showing up in like five different roles throughout the film because everybody was there. And as soon as they realized that, like you know, it's fun for like an hour, and but then, then it's work. <laughs> yeah, and then it's work, and people are like, "Fuck this! I don't want to do this." So, like, I remember when I made um, my first like student film. Uh, it's called "Deliver Us from Evil." If you search really hard for it, you can probably find it on YouTube. Um, uh, but I got um, like three quarters of the way through. I was shooting it in college, and the semester ended in May, and uh, everyone got really busy, busier than they expected to be for finals. So nobody could come and shoot. And then everybody went home and said they would be back. And there was a day when two of my cast members for the last pickup scene that was incredibly important for the movie just didn't show. Like, they're like, yeah, we'll be there at noon. We promise you we'll be there at noon. And so I show up on location at noon, just me and a camera. And it's just noon comes by, one comes by, two comes by. Eventually, like, one of them comes by and, and she says, yeah, I'm sorry I'm late. The other person is not going to be here. And actually, my mom's coming to pick me up in like a half an hour in costume. She shows up in costume. She's like, she's like, we have a half hour to get whatever you need to get. And then I'm going Great. home for the summer. And so I'm improvising. I'm just having her say things. And then I'm going to put other things in, in voiceover later that hopefully cuts together. And it's like, 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 of course it's a student film. Nothing ever came of it except that it like, you know, little did they know I'd go into making other films and though those, they didn't know that YouTube was going to exist 20 years later. So like it's up there now. Um, but it's, uh, it's, it, I've been there, man. It sucks. Um, but when you are talking about like, that was a $500, but like film when you're getting to 28,000, you know, that's, I mean, that's crazy. Um, yeah. But it wasn't your first movie. Your first movie was called Moving. Uh, what is that? Moving G. Moving G. Uh, well, okay. I was a male dancer for like for fifteen years, and we have a male <laughs> dancer in in Monsters. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, one night, I was helping my friend move, who was also a dancer, and this was toward kind of the end of my career. And I'm actually I don't know if you're familiar with the drug GHB. That was a pretty prominent drug that was used by dancers, you know, maybe 10 years ago. Um, and I'm helping him move, and we're actually 
he's just moving from one apartment to another one that's in the same complex, but we're we're just you know we're moving everything. And like I'm on GHB and and he's actually drunk. I don't think he's doing G. And uh, we're telling little funny stories about our life. And you know, and he looks at me and goes, "This this would be a good movie." I'm like, "Yeah, it would be." So uh, I just kind of you know embellished our life. You know, took actual events and embellished to make it a little funnier. And that's what it, it was about. So how do you go from a movie that's clearly a slice of your life um, to I'm going to do a send up of everything Robert Rodriguez and Quentin Tarantino have ever done. Like, how do you, how, how do you make that? Cause that's a huge leap. Well, okay. Uh, the guy that plays the guitars, he, he has a pretty strong resemblance to Antonio Banderas, you know? Mm-hmm. I know. And when I, I saw the poster, I was like that dead on, like almost looks exactly like the poster. And he's actually my best friend. So I was like, you know, I should do some kind of a spoof of, uh, you know, the El Mariachi trilogy and call it El Guitarist. And because, you know, I'm a huge Robert Rodriguez fan. I'm a huge Quentin Tarantino fan. Uh, I mean, I, I think Quentin Tarantino is the best there is, you know. I, there was kind of a dip of the hat to Kevin Smith because, you know, with, with having Jason Mewes make an appearance as, as uh, Nacho. And we even had a character in, in El Guitarist. He never says anything until at the very end, you know. So I guess these were all kind of... Uh, directors and filmmakers who really inspired me, you know. Now, how- so, speaking of Jason Mewes, yeah. like, yeah, really, I'm so curious as to what the process, like, how you were able to to get in touch with him and and get him involved in the in the project. Because I mean, I, you're, I mean, you're 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 curious from like an academic point of view. I, from a filmmaking yes. point of view, I'm like I'm like, how do I get hold of him and do, like how <laughs> how does that happen? I go. I- Jason Mewes isn't going to be in our little shitty movie. I mean, <laughs> what was I thinking? You know, so so now I'm like, I'm trying to think. Okay, who could I get? You know, to be Nacho? What? One of the actors that I cast was like, hey, uh, my partner knows Carlos Garlados, and that's that's the gentleman who was actually uh, in in El Mariachi. You know, in, in the in the original one. You know, and I was like, oh, how cool would that be if we got Carlos Garlados? I mean. We had the El Mariachi. It would tie us into the trilogy. I'm thinking, that's awesome, you know? But inside, I was thinking, well, nobody's really going to know who the fuck Carlos Galato is. Kind of like one of, those things, one of those things that would be cool for you, but maybe not cool for everybody who saw the film. Right, right, right. So, but, but then, so, so Carlos Galato, he comes, he comes back at us like, uh, well, um, what have you done? And, you know, I'd only done Moving G and... Uh, we get back word from Carlos that nah, he's he's busy and he, he can't do it. There was this there was this lady who who worked as a casting uh, agent on our first movie. Uh, she has a uh, company called Cast Casting. Her name's Katrina. <clears throat> she goes, well, I actually worked with Jason Mewes on a project. I could you know I could make him an offer. I'm like, really? So she's the one that got the ball rolling. Cause she, she, I think she had his number. She you know uh, is fa- something. She had a way to get a hold of him. So we sent him the script. He said he liked it. But, you know, now we're going through his agent at this point. We're not going through him. Uh, and he said he was interested, but, you know, he wouldn't know when he'd be available. So I'm just thinking, okay, he doesn't want to be in our shitty little movie either. You know what I mean? Uh, a few weeks later, we get a call from his agent. Hey, Jason is available at this day. He wants this much money. And he asked me flown first class and it was going to be like within a week so you know it was going to be really expensive to fly him out because you know you're not going at 
you know, you're not doing it two weeks in advance or three weeks in advance. It's like within the week. And I got to make a decision. I'm like, do I want to spend this much money? And I was like, ah, oh. you know, I agreed to it. And uh, we flew him in. And, you know, he, he, was, he was a pretty cool dude. Uh, we had one scary moment where <clears throat> we were doing a lot of the effects with this white PVC pipe. And it's, you know, it has, it works with air compression and it blows out this, this red glop, you know. And when we do it, we only got one shot here because the outfit that he's wearing, it's, it's, we only got one. And the damn PVC, PVC pipe comes off, and it actually hit him, you know. Oh, my God. It, oh, my God. It looked like it hit him pretty hard. And I was like, oh, my God, Jason Muse is going to sue me and take my shitty little movie. I'm like, you know, and he's going to sue the guy who's letting this. Because a, a good friend of mine was, was letting this use the studio. Uh, Jason Muse is going <laughs> to sue me. And now I've heard Jason, Jason Muse, I'm fucked. <laughs> I killed Jay. What, what did I do? I killed yeah. Jay. That's what I was like, oh, my God, I, I killed Jay, you know, because, like, I was just freaking out. But, you know, Muse handled like a champ. Like, he, the PV side, it hits him, you know. We had to, uh, you know, take it out digitally, but he did his line, you know. He did his line, and he fell down dead. And he, 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 he laid there, you know, and uh, let the actors do their lines. He was a total pro. Has it been helpful to you to have him have him in the film? Has it gotten the film, like, the notoriety that you were hoping it would get you? Uh... You know, it, it's it's kind of it's been harder getting distribution than it was like you know five years ago with the blockbuster videos and Hollywood videos going, you know, by the wayside. So I'm gonna try to do you know the distribute myself like digitally. Like uh, our movie can be bought you know through Diffion. A person can download it. You know that they pay like a, a small fee to download it. Yeah, tell but, tell people where to go. How what's how do how do you spell the website? It's d i f i o n dot com, Diffion dot com. Cool. And uh, but you know what I'm hoping is uh, we also have a Spanish version because you know we would shoot like you know shoot in English and then we're done shooting in English we shoot like a couple of takes in Spanish and since most of the actors spoke Spanish it really wasn't that hard to do. So you know I'm I'm hoping uh, that with the Spanish market I mean there's some really crappy movies. <laughs> You know, in, 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 in the Spanish market, maybe there might be an audience for it, for the Spanish version of El Guitars. Well, I, I hope so, man. You said you sound like a really cool guy, dude. And we, like I like it sounds it sounds like you put your heart and soul into this. What is next? Is there a next for you? Is there a a, a post El Guitars world? My dream is to uh, I want to do the Ric Flair story. I don't know if you even know who Ric Flair is. Yeah, he's one of the old WWF wrestlers. And I want to play Ric Flair, you know? Have you started on a screenplay for that or anything? I'm working on the screenplay. Um, so that's what that's what I'm working on right now, you know? But for the time being, I'm still holding down a real job, you know? Got to pay my bills. <laughs> don't we all? Uh, so, yes, we do. So, so before we finish up, um, we are a Star Trek podcast, so I got to ask... Um, I, I know that you're a fan of Trek. Um, what is your favorite, man? What is it? What is the Trek that 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 gets you? Because we have an ongoing debate. Uh, we sort of have settled into into this Justin agreement. Being wrong. Yeah. No, 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 no. You and I, Alexi and <laughs> Alexi and I have, have have settled into an agreement very recently that we both agree that the Next Generation was the second best Star Trek series. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, except, except, except that we don't agree on number one. Because she believes the original series is greatest, and oh, I believe that DS9 is greatest, and, and that the original series is third best, and she reverses those two. So we can agree on number two, but only on number two. Because we, yeah. we don't agree on which one is the worst, we don't agree on which one is the best, <laughs> um, but number two, when it comes to number two, we got that down. 
How about you? What is uh, what is what is your favorite uh, Star Trek experience? Oh, uh, you know, I kind of see what you're saying about about the third one being the best. But like to me, it was always like, what's better, the original series or Next Generation? And I think overall, quality wise, Next Generation might be better. But like the highs that the original series had were better than the highs that. Next generation oh, had now. No. Yes. Oh no! Yes. Oh no! I think oh. I think the series had had more lows. You know what I'm saying? Like especially that that last season. You know, the third season. But I mean, with what they had to work with, they made absolute magic. You know? Yeah. We're uh, just siding with her because she's got boobies and a badge. She has a vagina. That's right. Oh. Badge wins. Man. <laughs> Matt, well, listen, Fabian. I I thank you for coming on our little show. Um, uh, thank Amen. you for uh for sending us a copy of the film to check it out. Uh, tell everyone one more time where they can go uh, go get it. Go ahead and spell out the website for them so they can go get it themselves. It's d i f i o n diffion dot com. Go to diffion dot com. The name of the movie is El Guitarist. Uh, and we have been talking to Fabian Wapskans. Uh, so thank you, Fabian. Thanks for coming on Trek Off. Uh, we, uh, anytime we have a guest, we let them uh, do Alexia's signature sign-off. So uh, feel free to end it by saying Trek Off, bitches. Trek Off, bitches. And that was Fabian Wapskans. Yay! That was Woo! fun, huh? <laughs> nice right? guy. Yeah, t- totally. Nice. And that, that fucking story about Jason was fantastic. I like, know. I cannot even imagine. Can you imagine? Like, get, the like, terror! I cannot! Like I can't. Like I, I, you would be so. Like I've seen you okay, on so, set okay, so, sometimes concerned or worried when like, someone gets about, injured on my set. Yes, yes, which happens. Which it fucking happens. Yeah, like because I remember one of the like probably yes. zombies, big, huge, the big, the epic LOTR scene in the backyard, right? The yeah. like you know the clashing of the armies. Like I'm pretty sure there was some minor that, yeah. hurts. Oh, yes. we had major we had major hurts in Monster. Can you imagine when I did like the interview with John Billingsley for the Trek Off movie? If like I finally got him to like I, it's a Trek person, he's there. I got him. He said yes, he'll do the interview, and I go to do it, and then like I trip and smack the camera into his nose, and he starts bleeding. Right? Like it just I just like, can't even. I mean, just like, the horror. I can only imagine. Oh! You would be like, I think I almost think like you would have to be institutionalized for a time if that's like, seriously. Can you imagine if I flew somebody in? Like, let's say I flew in an actor. And and I got him to be in one of my little movies, and like and and then Jason gets hit, and he's cool with it. Yeah, like good on him, man. Like just being like just being like an actor. Like that's what you do. Like you get the shot, right? That's what we know. Well, <laughs> like, that's being that's being an actor, not a star. You yeah. know what I mean? That's like the higher end to be a star. The fact that he shows up and is an actor, that's pretty cool. That's fucking um, awesome. And I liked his scene in the movie. It was pretty funny. Like, oh like, my god, he was hysterical. Like, like, <laughs> if, like if you guys ever get a chance to see it, um, uh, there's like he shows up and he's playing Jason Mewes, and yeah, they're like, like "But you're like a movie himself. star. You're a movie yeah. star." And he's like, "No, I just do that for the ass." Yeah, like is it like a true Jason Mewes? And, and, and the line I love, he goes, "What is Kevin Smith going to run out from behind this corner?" And Jason, Kevin, J- Jason Mewes turns around and goes, "Have you seen Kevin? He couldn't run to the bathroom." <laughs> I, I couldn't believe that they did it. It was it was pretty funny. Yeah, it was fucking funny. Sure. Um, so listen, man, this has been fun. Um, uh, thank you to Fabian for coming on. Yeah, uh, and uh, thank you to you guys for listening to our story of of the orb of porn. I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed the orb of porn. Um, uh, and my name is Justin. And my name's Alexia. Trek off. Trek off, bitches.
you just finished the episode and you're like, hey, that was fun. I'd like more Trek off to put in my ear hole, to put into my brain part. Well, that's really easy. All you got to do is go to trekoffpodcast.com. There's over a hundred hours of Trek off. It's free. Just go there, trekoffpodcast.com or search iTunes or whatever pod feed you use or trekoffpodcast.com. That's really easy. You can also like us on Facebook where you'll hear information about everything that we do. Like us there, especially hearing about trekoffmovie.com. That's our movie. We're making a movie based on this. The trailer's there. Links are there. Trekoffmovie.com, trekoffpodcast.com. Thank you for listening and trek off.